0: Mighty Littles Podcast.
1: Hey everybody, this is Anna from Mighty Littles, and we are coming on Instagram Live this evening. I'm going to have Rebecca Lee, who is uh, Baby Sign Language, New Jersey. That's her Instagram. Um, she is going to be joining us to talk about the benefits of Baby Sign Language in our focus on words. Hi! Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Welcome. Thank you for Thank joining Thank you for having me. me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited about this. Me too. So I was just letting people know that we were going to be talking about baby sign language tonight and mm-hmm. that I'm Dr. Zimmerman. I'm a neonatologist. And I thought I would have you introduce yourself to the people that are on here live, as well as the people that are going to be listening in on the podcast when it airs.
0: Okay, perfect. So my name's Rebecca Lee. I'm a speech language pathologist. I mostly work with babies ages 0 to 3, also up until age 5. I've worked with kids in up till age 21, but mostly I concentrate on the babies and especially with the baby sign language. The most crucial point of development is age 0 to 3. So, that's what I concentrate on. Why did you decide to be a speech language pathologist? so initially when i you know when i first went to grad school the reason that i wanted to be a speech pathologist was because growing up i had a best friend who had a severe stutter severe and i mean to the point where she couldn't she couldn't do a drama class she couldn't do any presentations in school like everything that we did which required group work i would be the one to present she would do like the you know the work behind the scenes because she could not speak so I, you know, when I found out about speech pathology and I learned that she was going to a speech pathologist early on and how it was helpful to her, I wanted to also help others because I saw how it impacted her life. You know, to this day, we're still best friends and she's doing a lot better, but she still has confidence issues. And so I wanted to give people more confidence because I think confidence in life is probably top five of the most important things. Yeah, it's huge initially that's why I went into the field but then when I was you know learning about all of the different aspects of speech language pathology I fell in love with the language aspect of it and how you can contribute to a baby's language development and that's the part that I fell in love with and continued on with the baby sign language thing and all that so
1: that's awesome so I thought maybe we could run down um uh well let me let me scoot back a little bit let me just uh give a little um disclaimer that we i used baby sign language with my kids and um emmeline is my oldest daughter and we started with her and then my twins came along two years later and emmeline absolutely loved signing with the babies and to this day emmeline just turned seven and she loves doing sign language to the point that she is enrolled in an online sign language course and is learning, you know, more and more sign language. And I have a friend that, um, taught sign language and mostly was a teacher for deaf students. Mm -hmm. And she's going to do some projects with Emmeline so that Emmeline has somebody who's more fluent than I am, who is able to kind of talk with her and help her learn more and more sign language. So we are huge, um, believers in and users of baby sign language. I think it made a huge difference for us as a family and we can talk a little bit more about that. Um, So clearly I am biased in the pro baby sign language um, column. So why don't we start off by kind of talking about really some of the benefits of teaching baby sign language to your kids and what it can accomplish.
0: Okay. Yeah. So the benefits actually are pretty incredible. Um, There are a lot of lot of myths also which come along with the territory and one of the myths is that if you teach your baby sign language it will delay language and that is not true and actually the opposite. So there have there has been a lot of research done saying that Teaching your baby baby sign language will actually facilitate language development, and will increase vocabulary. Um, there still needs to be a lot more research done to prove that, so that it's you know it's a definite. But leaning toward leaning toward the fact that it does facilitate language development has been shown in a lot of the research. So that is the number one to me. That is an incredible, incredible benefit. Uh, The second one is that it increases the parent-child bond. Because when you are teaching them the baby sign language at such an early age, you're so in tune with what they're doing and their gestures. And you're always looking out to see, oh, what did did they just do? Well, did they just do a sign? Is that, you know, so you're so in tune and you're so close that it improves the bond. And they are looking to you, you know, also to see your response. Because babies aim to please. When you smile and you laugh, they want to do it more and again. So the two of you are in sync uh, when you're teaching baby sign language. And that's so important for the bond.
1: And I think also in the age of, um, you know, cell phones and there's technology everywhere and we always have something on at all periods of mm -hmm, time, mm
0: -hmm. really
1: doing sign language, you have to use both of your hands. And we're going to demonstrate some of those good early signs a little Mm -hmm. bit later on the Instagram. But um, you have to use both of your hands and you have to be looking at your baby. And then, you know, so it really it kind of obligates you to get rid of all of those distractions so Absolutely. that then, you know, you, you, you really are just one-on-one with your baby or with your two babies, like with the twins, like Definitely. I
0: was teaching both of them at the same time. So mm-hmm. it really does help with bonding that way. Absolutely, yes. And then another, another benefit is that there has been some research to show that teaching a baby sign language early on will impact their future academic performance. In, in, you know, in a positive way. So to me, that's amazing that it has lasting effects like that. So yeah, that I was looking third- up some of the literature about that. And so mm-hmm.
1: some of the things that, um, Came up in the literature that I was looking at were a 12 point difference in IQ scores. So 12 points higher, um, which doesn't seem like a lot, but Mm -hmm. you know, you add 12 points from baby sign and four points from reading early, you know, all those things kind of, kind of add up. They also have 17% higher standardized test scores Mm -hmm. on, on one study. And again, these are smaller studies. They're not necessarily generalizable, but I think they point to a trend towards yes. baby sign language really being beneficial. Yes. Um, earlier reading was another one that yeah. I found that mm-hmm. the kids are, have earlier reading mm-hmm. and they have increased attention span from a visual and auditory standpoint because they've been interacting and practicing that that attention span with learning baby sign language. So those were, I'm sure you have lots more, but those were a couple of the ones that I came across as I was getting ready to talk about baby sign language.
0: At such an early age, because being exposed to something like this at such an early age teaches them, one, it teaches them the concept of learning. Uh, It also teaches them the concept of new vocabulary. So even though they're not necessarily saying words, it teaches them the concept of, okay, this means more. So I can do this. I can do this sign in order to get something that I want. So it teaches them the concept of, not only does it teach them the concept of, you know, a new vocabulary word, but it teaches them the concept of expressing themselves and getting their wants and needs met at such an early age. I always say on my on my Instagram page that, you know, a baby says their first verbal word at around age one, but they can say their first sign at around six months, which is a whole six months earlier than they would that they would be able to communicate their first word, which is huge because that's a whole six months that they can be communicating with you where they wouldn't be if they weren't learning the sign.
1: Right. And that ability to communicate earlier translates into a couple different things. Mm -hmm. The first being um, decreased temper tantrums, because there's nothing more frustrating than knowing what you want and not being able to communicate it. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of temper tantrums come out of that. I felt like we had really early verbal kids, early Mm -hmm. signing kids. And we didn't have a ton of temper tantrums. Mm -hmm. We had lots of outbursts later when they were already verbal because they were pushing against the boundaries. But those, those temper tantrums that kind of occur between 11 months and 18 months, just or two years, even because Mm -hmm. of the lack of verbal skills were really cut down by my kids learning sign language. And it also really built their confidence because Mm -hmm. they, could communicate with other people and they could communicate their needs, I feel like they were really, really confident kids, yes because they they had this these abilities that that translated into that nicely,
0: yeah, they had the ability early on, and they realized early on that they have a say in what they want and what they need rather than the parent just figuring it out and giving them the wrong thing when they don't actually want that so Having a say early on is extremely important for confidence, yes, as you're saying, for confidence, and you know just for realizing that communication is important and communication can get me what I want right so why don't we
1: now that we've talked about some of the benefits, why don't we jump to some of the practicalities of teaching baby sign language and then we'll jump into some signs for everybody to be able to see some of the most common signs that you teach and that I used. Um, And I guess by practicalities, I mean things like, when do we start? What are the keys Mm -hmm. to making it successful? So I'll kind of turn that over to you.
0: Yes. So babies can actually understand signs at around four months. That's when they can actually understand already. So you can start teaching it at around four months, even earlier. Um, And the reason I say earlier is because it's very important to be consistent and uh, consistent and repetitive with this so the earlier you start the more practice you get so that by the time they turn four months you are already a pro at it and you can be very consistent and be very repetitive all the time i like to teach baby sign language initially during routines so you know you do mealtime the mealtime routine is is an example that happens every day multiple times a day so it's a good idea to start teaching signs like more all done eat drink during mealtime routines so this way they expect it they know okay i'm sitting down for meals right now we're gonna probably sign after a while they're gonna start to expect it and then eventually they can start signing back to you it takes about uh if you start Exposing them at four months, it takes between, depending on the child, because everyone is unique, but it takes between six to 12 weeks for them to start signing it back. So by around six, seven months, they can start signing it back. Yeah. You know, if you I start mean, at was- four months.
1: Right. I remember I started, so I didn't start solids until, um, about five and a half months Mm -hmm. with my kids. Um, and that's a podcast for another time, but, um, and I remember I started right around there. Mm Um, and just every time we ate every bite I gave at every single meal, I would sign more, yes, and then give them the bite. Mm-hmm. And then after they were done, I would look at them and I would sign more and I would give them the bite. And then once they were all done, I would sign all done, right? Um, and I remember I did it for a while before they started signing yes. back to me. And I remember thinking, gosh, is this really going to work? And okay, it's been about a month and a half. We're mm-hmm. closing in on two months. And then all of a sudden, all three of them started signing back to me. And I was like, yes, this is, this is how it works. And those signs started coming back. Um, yes. And then once they got the first sign, the remainder of the signs, it didn't take two months for them to pick up exactly. on the other signs. It was really quite quickly. Exactly.
0: Because it's really the concept. The concept takes about 6 to 12 weeks. But once, you know, somebody actually asked me that question the other day. Is it every single sign you have to wait 6 to 12 weeks? Or is it the concept of signing? And it's the concept of signing, because they do. They get it a lot quicker once they realize what's going on.
1: Yeah. One of the questions. I I think I got two questions more than anything when I asked for questions. The first one is how early is too early? And we kind of touched base on that. There really is no too early and you really want to start somewhere by the time they're four to six months. Yes. Um, And then the second one I got was specific for my NICU babies, which is Mm -hmm. should we be going based on their corrected age or their adjusted age? And so i'll kind of give my take on that and then you can give yours okay. my my take is number one there's nothing that's too early right and number two you know if your baby was 32 or 34 weeks Why not just go based on their real age? Because there's this huge two-month window of introducing it between four and six months, and you don't have to worry about their corrected age. But if you had your baby at 22 or 24 or 26 weeks, why don't you aim more at starting it at that six-month mark, right? Where they're more like three to four months corrected, because you're still within that window, Mm -hmm. and you just started, like four to six months. If they were a late preemie, start closer to the four. If they were a really early preemie, start closer to the six. And that way you don't really have to worry about it. And then you just keep doing your repetition and they will Mm -hmm. pick up on it when they are developmentally ready to be able to sign back.
0: Yes. I say, do whatever doesn't drive you as a parent crazy, because, you know, they all, a lot of people always ask me, how many signs do I start with? You know, what's too many? Is it, o- it going to overwhelm the baby? Um, and I say, it is what doesn't overwhelm you. Because the baby, the brain is a sponge. They can get language at a very, very early age, and they get it quickly and they, as much as you want. So what I say is you do, as a parent, what's comfortable for you. If you want to start with four signs, if, if you are going to be able to be consistent, With four signs, start with four signs. And with the age, with what we were just talking about, um, you know, if you were, if you had a baby that was hearing impaired, would you hesitate to start signing to it right away? Just like we verbal parents, we start talking to our babies right away. As soon as we have them, as soon as they're born, we start talking to them. Would you hesitate to sign if the baby was hearing impaired? No. So I say, start as early as you want.
1: Yeah, that's great. So why don't we talk through a few of the most common signs that we use right at the beginning and give some parents some examples. I think the two that I used the most to begin with were more and all done. So why don't we talk through, through those and I'm going to have you sign them because you probably do it a little better than I do Um, or or not. I don't know. Um, But let's do more and all done to start.
0: I definitely agree. I always say start with more and all done. Those are the, Those are definitely in my top five. So more is like this, more. And then all done. All done. There are some variations on all done. Some people use this for all done. But I think this is a little bit easier for baby. It's just my personal preference. Doesn't have to be anybody else's. But So more and all done. And the reason is um, because... For a baby, most of the time that they get frustrated is, you know, they want more milk. They want more of their Cheerios. They want more. They want to stay in their bath longer. You know, all this stuff. More can be used for anything. They can feel confident to use it whenever. It's one of the signs that you can use at any routine. You can use it during mealtime. You can use it during bath time. You can use it for bedtime, for reading books, you know, all that stuff. So, more and then all done is good because it teaches them uh to transition from activity to activity Mm -hmm. and that's important because we know that toddlers throw most of their tantrums during transitioning so if they don't want to leave the playground it's a tantrum um but when they learn all done at a very early age it teaches them okay This is the end. It is now time to move on to something else. And you give them prep. You warn them, all right, in in two minutes, we're going to be all done, okay? And then in two minutes, we're all done with blocks. We're all done now. We're going to move on to meals. And, you know, and and it's a good thing because it teaches them to transition.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's really good advice. The other thing that I want to point out when you're signing more, you are putting your fingers together and, and really signing more. And one, of, I had a couple people send me messages about, well, what do I do if I have a baby that we know had brain bleeds and has pretty significant CP and we're expecting some motor and developmental delays? And I just want to point out that when my kids first signed more, they did not do this. They did not this. So exactly. there was like an open hand or mm-hmm. one hand would go this way. Mm-hmm. But because there's so few signs that you're starting with, yes. I knew that at a mealtime, if they yes. kind of brought their hands together, yes. that meant that they wanted more. And I'm actually going to put a video onto my podcast blog mm-hmm. um, that shows Lincoln and Elizabeth when they're very first kind of getting the idea of signing back more. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were right around nine months old. Um, I have big chunky babies, by the way, when you see the video. <laughs> um that they really don't use the typical more sign where their fingertips are together. Mm -hmm. It really is an open hand. So for those of you that have kids where you're worried about motor delay, either gross motor or fine motor, or you know that you've got some brain bleeds in the background, that's totally okay. Mm -hmm. They can sign more with closed fists. They can sign more with their thumbs in. They can sign more with one hand Closed and one hand open. Yes. That's totally fine, and you're still going to get the benefit of the sign language, even if the signs aren't perfect. I don't want want you guys absolutely. to be focusing on that.
0: Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. I I am completely in agreement with you. They do not have to be precise on their signs whatsoever. As long as mom and baby are on the same page, that's all that matters. Or you know, whatever the caretaker is, mom, dad, whoever it is, as long as you know what your baby is saying, that's all that matters.
1: Okay. So let's jump to, let, I wrote down the signs that I use the most. So more, mm-hmm.
0: finished, eat. Eat. Yep, eat. just like you're eating. Mm-hmm. And then so I, I always, that's, again, that's my top five. So eat. Um, you can use the sign for hungry if you want. Um, hungry is just like an upside down C going down right over here. Again, a personal choice, but I think that eat is perfectly fine. It's a little bit easier. It's right by the mouth. Really the same thing as hungry. You know, you don't need to teach hungry and eat. Yeah. You don't. You can just teach the one. Another uh, sign is drink. hmm Okay. Um, drink. Drink. Um, I also like to teach help because that's an important one to decrease frustration. So help. So you're basically putting your hand like this. And then the thumb goes up, help. Uh, Of course, another one is milk.
1: Yep, milk is And that
0: goes for for nursing. That goes for any type of milk, formula, regular milk, breast milk. It's just milk. So if they want to nurse, you know, you start them early at four, five, six months. They want to nurse, they can show you this. Right. Um, And then I also, the, the last one that I really touch on for the important signs is hurt so okay. this way they Index can tell you together. If, if they're you know if something hurts if they got a boo-boo if they bumped their head that is hurt
1: when do you okay. find that kids start putting signs together so like uh for example more eat or help hurt when do you find that kids start to put those together
0: you know um developmentally speaking verbally kids don't start putting words together until about age two because you really have to have about 50 words in your vocabulary in order to start putting words together so i would say the same thing goes for signs um developmentally i would say you know anywhere between one and a half and two but you're the whole point of baby sign language is not really to put more than more than one, or more, uh, is not really to put the signs together because it's really for kids that are pre-verbal. It's for pre-language, you know, pre-verbal. That's baby sign. If if you have a child that is nonverbal for a different reason, uh, whether it has to do with you know something uh, de- developmental delay, uh, some type of disorder, then yes, uh, I would say you can start putting it. They would start putting the signs together by around two. OK. two.
1: I think the other two signs that I used quite a bit, um, mostly because I grew up in the South, and so there's this really big uh, emphasis on um, manners and politeness, of course. is that we used please and yes. thank you with almost everything. And so um, those, they're not difficult signs to learn, please and thank you. And what I actually liked about those signs when my kids got older is that I could be standing behind somebody and, you know, my daughter would be, getting dropped off for soccer play or practice or coming back home from visiting a neighbor, obviously not in COVID, but during regular, regular time. And I would just sign. Thank you. You know, thank you. And the parents couldn't see me. The adults couldn't see me. And then my daughter would say, thank you. And people thought I had the most polite kids in the world, but I didn't really, they were still getting the reminders that every other child was getting. It's just that they didn't, the other people didn't hear it, it. Mm-hmm. and so my kid got all the encouragement. Oh, what a polite daughter! Thank you so much for saying thank you. <laughs> so it was really all them, and it wasn't. Oh, my mom had to remind me to say thank you. You know, so sign language worked in that way
0: as well. Def- that that's definitely a good thing. Yes, and I do teach please and thank you as well as some of my important signs. They're definitely they are in my top ten. So pl- you put your you put your hand on your chest. And you just rub it like that, please. And then thank you is like that. Thank you. And yeah, very simple, very simple signs. They're not hard for babies at all. That's the thing. Babies don't have a hard time with gestures. It's very easy for them to learn it. So it's not something that's going to be hard for them to learn.
1: I think one of my favorite fun signs that we did, you know, all kids like goldfish crackers. And Mm -hmm. so that was like my go-to snack at the Mm -hmm. mall when they're in their stroller. And so, you know, they would, you know, either if they were already on the tray, they could sign more and i put more on the tray, um, which was a good way to practice. Initially, I would only put one or two down there and then they would have to sign to get more. So that was good reinforcement. But then we taught them fish. And so they didn't say goldfish but they knew fish Fish, and fish meant I want goldfish some of those crackers. goldfish crackers, right? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a fun way for them to say exactly what they wanted using sign that is, I'm sure it's not technical. I have no idea how to say goldfish crackers, but they knew if they signed fish exactly. that they got some of
0: those crackers. Exactly. And you do, you teach you teach them the signs that are important to them. So, you know, if a baby likes Cheerios over goldfish crackers, you would teach them the sign for cereal. You know, you do what is important to them. If they like apples, you teach them the sign. For Apple, you know, your baby has a preference. So go with what you know about them and teach them those signs that you know are important to them. Yeah.
1: No, I think that's great advice. What did I not ask you about that you want
0: to tell people about? Hmm. So, you you know, you did. You asked a lot of the, (laughs) you you definitely touched upon all of the important stuff. So to be honest with you, I, I honestly really can't think of anything that you didn't ask me because you really asked me everything that I would have wanted to say perfect well that yeah. is that's always my goal that's why i make notes ahead of time yeah so if
1: people want to follow you and learn more about baby sign language where are they going to find you
0: so on instagram i'm at baby sign nj baby okay. sign nj new jersey is where i live so baby sign nj <laughs> yeah
1: no that's awesome well i really appreciate you taking over my instagram stories Thank today you so and much. giving people good information and being willing to come on instagram live and show people signs Like I said, I'm a huge advocate for sign language in babies and I think it really contributed to my kids not having as many tantrums uh, in those Mm -hmm. pre-verbal days. Mm -hmm. So whether the research is a slam dunk for the importance of baby sign language or just a trend towards it, for us, it made a huge difference in our family. And I can't recommend it high, high, you know, I can't recommend it enough for families to incorporate, even if you only do eight signs, um, that, that is enough to get rid of some of those
0: big tantrums. Definitely. Definitely.
1: Well, thank you so much for coming on. And thank you for having me again. She's at, um, at baby sign NJ for those of you that want to get some more tips on baby sign language. And, um,
0: I hope you enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you again. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you again for having me. Yeah, absolutely. You have a good night too. Have a good night. Mm, Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: All right, guys, that is going to do it. Uh, Hopefully that was really helpful to you guys. I personally think it was wonderful. I really, really enjoyed doing sign language for my kids. So I'm just gonna really quickly go down the list of the big signs one more time, um, kind of as a review for you guys, now that you can see my whole self maybe, if my camera doesn't fall over. Um, So we had more and more can be like this too. My kids did this, so more all done all done Um, help hurt please thank you Um, let's see what were the other ones oh milk milk drink so you're making a cup drink Um, this is mommy and this is daddy we use that one quite a bit as well Um, and then water once they got a little older Um, I didn't mention this one. So we would say water. So oftentimes my kids would let me know if they wanted, it's a W, if they wanted water or if they wanted milk. Um, And so, so those were the big ones. Hopefully uh, that kind of gives you guys a rundown and um, I will see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. You keep saying it wrong.
0: No. Podcast.